0: Welcome to episode 28 of season 2 where I speak with experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. Today's conversation is about parenting and specifically telling children conscious bible stories today's guest is jay aedo he's an international entrepreneur teacher of practical philosophy and children's book author for the first time in history of children's books jay tells biblical stories from a super conscious perspective so if you have little ones in your life definitely check out this episode Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, or downloading to our podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now be the messenger of hope and share this episode with one of your friends. Enjoy this conversation with Jay. If you'd like to suggest a future topic for the podcast, please fill out feedback form located in episode notes. Something exciting happened as a result of this podcast on December 9, 2022. Soul Parent book, Inspirational Wisdom and Guidance on Navigating Life as a Single Parent was born. This is a collection of the most inspiring and powerful stories from wonderful guests over the last 33 months in my podcast, Single Parent Success Stories. Stories of accomplishments, challenges, and breakthroughs of single parents as well as experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. When I started my podcast, my goal was to create a guide to single parents by sharing inspiring stories that remind us there is light at the end of the tunnel. Nothing is lost. It's an opportunity for a rebirth and reinventing of yourself. It's an opportunity to look at life and become conscious of where you are headed and an invitation to create a life by design. If you'd like to get a copy of the book, please follow links in the episode notes. All proceeds are going to the Kinship Charity. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower brokenhearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today's guest is Jay Ada. He is an international entrepreneur, teacher of practical philosophy and children's book author. As a writer and community leader, he encourages his young readers to look beyond the antiquated programs of the stories that have been repeated for centuries for the first time in the history of children's book. Jay tells biblical stories from a superconscious perspective. It gives me a great pleasure to have Jay here with us today. Welcome Jay
1: it's a pleasure Irina thanks for having me
0: yeah so please share with us who you are
1: yeah I am uh, an entrepreneur and uh, I began my entrepreneurial journey just because I didn't want to have a regular job and so when I accomplished certain goals I discovered I have a lot of time on my hands and what I wanted to do with that time was to unravel who I am and what I'm made of. And in order to do that, I I, uh, had to go through a big healing process of uh, healing myself. I had a lot of wounds, both physically and emotionally. And what I discovered was that a lot of this pain that I was feeling stemmed from the stories that I've been told my entire life. And that's the reason that I write these children's books um, based on the Bible because when I was a child, I was told these stories, these biblical stories as if they were the truth of where we come from. And so what I've done is, is, as I've, unpacked these stories. I've unraveled them. I've taken them apart and I've put them back together the way I see fit. And so what I've discovered in that journey was that this is, this was very empowering for me. I discovered that uh, being able to take these stories apart, empowered me to create stories for myself that I can live by, certain tenets that I believe in, I discovered what, uh, what makes me passionate, what makes me happy. I discovered how to heal. And so within that, you know, this, this world kind of just repeats, you know, it's like a video game day in and day out. It's just the same old thing. And so there isn't that much to do. And so this is what I want to do. I want to Tell stories to the best of my ability, and I want those stories to be empowering, not only for me, uh, but for everyone around me. You know, I feel like we have this ability, a super ability, to create our own world, our own reality, and we, we're, we're essentially, um, we have our own gravitational pull. You know, and what we believe is what we gravitate toward us. You know, our our bodies are made of of systems. We have this uh, emotional systems that we're made of. We're we're emotional beings. We have um, nervous system and all these systems that the body is made of, and that includes our belief system. And the idea revolves around that we can reprogram this belief system. Essentially, when we're kids, we have, we've been imprinted with a certain belief system as to where we come from, who our parents are, who our family is, what our government is, who, are, who we're in debt to, what our religion is. It's all been laid out for us. Our belief system is ingrained into our system. And what I discovered in this journey of self-healing is that we have the ability to reprogram this belief system for ourselves. And so all I had to do, which I make it sound simple, but it was quite difficult to accomplish, which was um, I had to figure out what I wanted to believe. And once I discovered what I wanted to believe, I just had to connect the dots as to what it would take to believe it. You know, we live in this world where we just have to find evidence in order to believe things. You know, it's like a big court of law. And it's presented with evidence. Once you have the evidence, you can double down on that evidence. You can find as much evidence as you need in order to believe it. And once you believe it, well, then you're living it. And that's how the world works. That's how the universe works. Then that that's how that gravitational pull comes. So if if I have this belief where, you know, oh, I'm I'm unlucky. Nothing ever works out for me. Everybody's always out to get me. Well, then guess what? That's what you get. What you believe is what you get. And at with this, with that same effort, Oh, I'm, I'm lucky. Things work out for me. Everyone I meet just seems to be happy to meet me everywhere. I go doors open for me figuratively and literally. And then, so, and so it is, that's what the world is. And so little by little, you, I've been able to gravitate this world for myself and I'm still in the process. I'm still in the process of creating my world. You know, that's why I want to have this conversation with you because I'm, I'm expanding my world. I'm, I'm becoming stronger. I'm, I'm becoming more empowered by, because by sharing these stories as to where I come from and where I'm going, I'm exposing myself to ridicule and allowing people to challenge my beliefs and when people challenge my beliefs it doesn't deter me it actually makes me stronger because it makes me aware super aware as to what i really want am i do i really want this am i willing to be challenged and then so here we are
0: awesome i love it and i totally uh, agree with you that we are formed by our beliefs and unfortunately uh, when we are children when we are little we Take figures of authority which are parents or educators who kind of lay the lay of the land for us and we just take it for granted because we don't know what good or bad we just take everything as is and we make it uh, like a bible like a law that, by which we live by which we uh, experience our reality so i applaud you for what you've done and i think we're all on the journey of learning it never ends we unravel like A layer of the onion, as soon as you get rid of one belief that is not serving you, you will discover something that is serving you so. And I think the best way to do it is to teach our children, so I applaud you for starting this uh, uh, conscious Bible stories, I think it's incredible as we can teach our children positive beliefs empowering beliefs that will allow them to create uh, resilience self respect and confidence that oftentimes gets destroyed by how we are being brought up. And it's not to say to, to say bad about our parents. They didn't know any better because it was passed down to them the same way. And it is our job now, as we know, if we are aware, to help our children have a better life by having better beliefs. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give to your younger self? You know, I
1: wouldn't give my younger self advice. I would leave things as they were because, you know, the same way I wouldn't go back to, I wouldn't change my parents either. You know, there was a, there was a long period of my life where I was feeling a lot of anger and resentment toward my parents uh, because I felt like they led me astray. And what I learned in my process of healing was that, like you mentioned just now, is that they were doing their best all along you know, led by love. They was just misunderstand. There was just misunderstood within themselves as well. And so the truth is that they were doing their best. And so they've brought me to a point where now I have the opportunity to do my best. And, you know, the, the best advice I would, I wouldn't give any advice to myself, but I would give advice to my children when I have them. And, and, uh, because I feel like the journey that I've been through is more empowering to me and my legacy than for me to try to change something. You know it's like that butterfly effect in in, in, tra- in time travel movies. You know you don't want to go back and change something because it's going to change something dramatically, drastically. Maybe I get hit by a bus and it just doesn't work out, you know? So I'd like things the way they are. You know the the process of healing is important. You know, it's something that we 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 take for granted. We don't really appreciate our, our our process sometimes because we're because it's so painful, right? And but that pain that we feel is the best part about it. You know, it, it it's what makes us feel alive. It's what gives our it's what gives our journey so much value. And that's what this world revolves around. It's it's value, right? That's what we talk about when. When we're talking about money, we're talking about value. It's a value exchange of energy. And we want to, everywhere we go, we want to create value. And so the most valuable thing I can do for myself is leave things the way they are. I don't want to time travel back in time and change things. I want to, I want to leave things the way they are and just work on myself today. Just give myself advice today. Like, what is the best that I can do for today so that I can get to the night And sleep in peace and that i can wake up in the morning feeling refreshed and do it all over again this thing is like a wash rinse repeat and so i just want to do my best day in and day out so that i can essentially die in peace i just want to go to sleep in peace
0: very well said (laughs) who did you want it to be when you were growing up did you imagine yourself being a writer
1: Yeah, kind of. I always wanted to write. I always wrote in, you know, in in school, I I wrote poetry. And um, I remember thinking of a young from a young age that I wanted to to publish a book. Uh, And I just didn't have any ideas as to what that would be. But I always my favorite class in school was creative writing class. Uh, So yeah, I've been I've been wanting to be a writer for a long time.
0: Awesome. So you, you realized your dream.
1: Sure. Yeah, you can say that.
0: What would you say was your, is your proudest accomplishment to date?
1: That's a good question. I would say my proudest accomplishment is the relationship that I've developed with my parents uh, as an adult. Just because we've come so far and there was a long period of time where like i said i was feeling a lot of anger and resentment toward them and just to see my my journey how far i've come as to where i've where i've been able to let go of everything that i that i held against them and not only that but appreciate them in a new light that i didn't see before and so i'm very gracious and grateful that I got to experience what that feels like while they're still alive and that I can still even empower them in a way that I never imagined you know and that's why I feel like I write I write these children's books even though I'm not a parent because I'm a child of parents and I've been able to create that strong bond as an adult and so I feel like it's even harder to do. I feel like like raising your kids would be harder than it is to go back and create this this bond that wasn't strong with my parents at one point. It was It was very questionable and loose. and uh, we were kind of falling apart in a sense, as a family unit. And I took it upon myself to to make it stronger. You know, and I did that by simply acknowledging them acknowledging their struggle, acknowledging what they've been through and giving them credit. And when I did that, I realized that this entire time, not only has nobody else been giving them credit, but they haven't been giving themselves credit either. They've been taking themselves for granted also, you know, and, and, uh, and so my ability to strengthen my bond with my parents is my proudest accomplishment to date. I
0: love it. Thank you. I think it's difficult when we are little kids um, to say what we want. I mean, we can express it in one way, but I don't think it will be understood. And as you grow older, you realize like what was missing or what would you do differently or better and ability to connect with your parents as you're much older, I think is amazing as it creates a better relationship and just helps overall. Absolutely. If you... um, What are you passionate about? Do you have a mission, a project that you want to... Like, If what do you... High code. What do you want to be remembered by?
1: Well, I really feel like uh, these stories that I've written, these uh, children's books, are the most passionate thing I'm as far as a project in my life because it's the foundation to my beliefs. You know and 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 I'll take a second to to tell you about the the book that I wrote is the you know we all know these these bible stories. These characters in the bible are very prevalent in our lives. We all know God and Lucifer and Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel and these stories repeat. And we know <clears throat> these stories like for instance the Cain and Abel story where Cain and Abel go to make a sacrifice for God and Abel gives his best to God and Cain doesn't and when Cain realizes that God favored Abel's gift over his own he becomes angry and jealous and then he kills his brother and when God confronts him and asks him about his brother he denies the truth he denies God the truth. He denies himself the truth. And so the, the Bible leads us to believe that this voice of God is, is like a voice outside of us, coming from the heavens. But the truth is that, that Cain was inside of that that voice was inside of Cain. It was only him that can hear the voice. And he knew what he had done. So even though he denied the truth, denied himself the truth, he knew what he had done. And so in the Bible, it says that. God exiles him, sends him away, but the reality is that Cain runs away because he couldn't face himself after what he did. He couldn't face his family after what he had done, so he runs away. And then the Bible says that Cain goes on to build cities, which leads the reader to believe that we are the descendants of a man who became so angry and jealous, he couldn't control his own temper, and he killed his brother, and then runs off and builds cities. And then we are the descendants of this. And this story is repeated on a loop throughout history. One of the things that I like to say, and it's, is that these are just stories. The only thing that makes them true is the fact that we pick them up and run off with them as truth. Our parents picked them up and ran off with them, and so did we. But at any given point, we have this ability to discard, the the, the, the truths of where we come from. This is how we reprogram our belief system with stories. This is the code. You know, like in the movie Matrix, everything's made of code ones and zeros. It's an alphabet. It's just, it's just sounds we're making with our mouth. It's nothing personal. The only thing that makes them personal is ourselves. We have that ability. And so what I've done with these stories is I've, like I said earlier, I take them apart and I put them back together. And so in my, in my story that I've written is When Cain goes to kill Abel, Abel sees the attack coming because Abel is noble. He's disciplined. He's composed. And he grabs Cain from behind and he chokes him unconscious. He subdues him. And when Cain regains consciousness, he's confused. He doesn't know what happened. And he asks his brother what happened. And Abel tells him the truth. You tried to kill me and I stopped you. Why did you do that? And this is when Cain... Has no choice but to respond with the truth. He says, Well, God favored your gift over mine, and I became so angry and jealous, all I could think about was killing you. And so they have this dialogue now. You know, I've re- I've, I've I've written this story for myself, essentially, because I I this is how I want a noble man to act. This is how Abel. You know, just look at the word able. He's he's supposed to be able to do it. He's not just supposed to take it and die. He's supposed to be able to stand up and fight for what he believes in. And so that's what I've done with these stories. He stands up and fights for what he believes in. But what he does that's so special is he breaks the program. In the sense of like in this reality, when we're we're mirrors to each other, so we tend to act how people act around us. So if someone is mean to us, we're mean in return. And so what Abel was able to do, he didn't fall for the program. He broke it. He broke the program because he he instead of choking Cain to death, he just choked him unconscious. He put him in his place, and then he, they were able to have this dialogue and work out each other's misunderstandings. And this is the big misunderstanding within Cain is he didn't give his best to God simply because he didn't know who God was. So why would he give his best to someone he didn't know? He wanted to save the best for himself and his family. And then Abel simply pointed out that that was, that is what it means to give your best to God. He was giving his best to God all along. It's yourself and your family. It's, that's all it is. And that's, that was the misunderstanding within Cain. And when Cain realizes this, he, he feels ashamed. He feels guilty and he begs for his brother's forgiveness And so Cain and Abel are now able to have this dialogue, work out each other's misunderstandings, and then they go on and build cities. And then we become the descendants of two brothers who had conflict and worked out each other's misunderstandings. And that to me creates a new world for myself and everyone around me, it's that gravitational pull. And it just so happens that when I do share this story with the people in my life, it resonates. People like if someone if people give me the chance to hear me out, people like where I'm going with this, because it is empowering. It it it's very obvious that these stories have I don't like to say set us up to fail, but they have set us up to have conflict within ourselves, which I, I, I don't. Undervalue. I actually think it's very valuable to have this conflict within ourselves just so that we have something to break out of. Because if things are just clear and simple all the time, then we don't have anything to fight for. And so I, I feel like this is an important part of our of our story is to acknowledge the history of where we come from and the struggle that we've been through so that we can break out of ourselves, break out of our shell, if you will, and Create a new story for ourselves, an empowering story. It's up to us. Nobody's going to do it for us. You know, you, I, I wake up in the morning and I have to make this choice for myself. No one is going to wake up in the morning and make that choice for me. No one's going to do it for me. No one's going to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. That's what God is. It's the only one that knows the truth about who you are, where you're coming from, and where you're going. It's that. That's what it is. It's just this conscious, feeling that we have we have this consciousness this it's the only thing that sets us sets us apart from from everything else from from we're just animals with thumbs and consciousness and so we have this ability to wake up and create this story for ourselves and it's up to us you know we can we can buy any story we we want that's all we're doing we're just buying and selling stories stories for sale stories for sale And it's up to us which one we buy and put our energy into, you know, a while ago, I mentioned buddy is, is because that's all we're doing. We're, we're buying and selling stories, you know, products and everything. It has to have a story behind it, or you're not going to buy it. And, and it's an energy exchange and what we pay attention to, that's why Attention is really the currency of the world. It's it's not dollars, it's not euros, it's what we pay attention to, it's our, our attention is the currency. And so what we pay attention to the most, that's where our energy is. So so if we're buying into the story that we're we're doomed and AI is gonna come and kill humanity because otherwise humanity is going to do it themselves well then that's the story that we that we're buying and that's the story we're going to put energy in and that's we're just going to play out the the same old story the same old antiquated story so it's up to us to break out of these antiquated patterns of behavior and it's not and it's easier said than done right it's a simple idea however the idea to break out of ourselves and expose ourselves is is where the struggle comes in But the freedom that comes on the other side of that is priceless. Like there aren't any amount of zeros you can accumulate in your bank account that would give you the satisfaction of doing this yourself, of breaking yourself out of these patterns of behavior. It's the most fulfilling thing in the world.
0: Yes totally it's like i don't know who said it but we all have uh, two wolves inside of us and the question is which wolf do you feed the bad one or the good one and and that's the one that's gonna grow that's the one that's gonna take over and uh, you're right about uh, it's all up to us nobody is coming to save you it's uh, your personal responsibility to come and save yourself no matter what the situation is what kind of struggle it is we're always waiting for somebody to come rescue us because we're thinking what's outside you know it's going to be good and we don't want to change ourselves because we are afraid of change change is scary we like to be familiar and our goal and our job is to make familiar unfamiliar familiar so that we're no longer afraid So I totally resonate with with what you were saying. And I think it's a great uh, example of your book as well. Do you have your book that you wanna nearby you you, that you can show?
1: I don't. I'm traveling at the moment. I don't have it, uh, but I'll, if you can share it in your show notes after like a picture or something.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll do. Yeah. What do you think is your personal superpower?
1: I'm a thinker. I like to think things through. That's my superpower. You know, I don't really have too many hobbies. I just sit and think, and you know that could be my superpower and my super detriment. You know, it's it's called overthinking sometimes. So, um, the the super ability revolves around thinking things thoroughly, and seeing things for what they are, not taking things personally, and being able to act on. Being able to act out these thoughts in real time.
0: Good, good. I like how it's like one of the four agreements. You know, don't take anything personally. Oh yeah, have you I've heard seen. of that book yeah, by Don Ruiz? <laughs> I've read. That's a great book. Awesome. Do you have a? Did you have a hero growing up, or do you have a hero now who inspires you?
1: I wouldn't say I have a hero. I've been influenced by many people. Uh, You know, I read a lot of books uh, because just simply because I had to break myself out of these patterns of behavior. I I got a lot of. uh, I exposed myself to many different people that influenced me in a positive way. Um, You know, there's Eckhart Tolle and jordan peterson and the list goes on and on and on um but yeah i, I don't have like a single superman
0: in my life that i admire the most <laughs> myself But it doesn't have to be a superman just you know somebody <laughs> but it's fine um any advice for single parents that you can share
1: I mean, the best advice I can give a single parent is the same that I've been saying, is to acknowledge the things that haven't worked out for you, you know, because these, these breakups can be quite traumatic, you know, like a death, if you will. And so the things that we see that hurt us the most are really not there to keep us down. They're there to make us stronger. It's the resistance that gives us the ability to break out of ourselves, to become strong and break out. And so oftentimes we see these things and we tend to play the victim. You know, that's the program. And so we tend to see things negative things in our life as things that are happening to us rather than things that are happening for us to grow. And so if you have the ability to see things for what they are and you can see things any way you want, right? You can see that things are holding you down and you're the victim. Well, then that's what it is. But you also have the ability to see the other side of it, which is, well, this thing that happened to me, I didn't like and that thing that you don't like, it's really you. It's, these are things about yourself you don't like. And so it's, it's an, it's an it's a ability to see yourself in a new light. you know. And, and rather than blame all the circumstances around you as to why things didn't work out and everything's coming to get you, you can see the things in yourself you don't like, and then you can address them one by one. And you can lead by example, especially a single parent leading by example is very important for your children to show to show your kids because as kids will we never do what our parents tell us to do we do what our parents do and so if if our kids see us at one point where we're struggling and unhappy and then we manage to flip it and grow from those stories then our kids would do the same, you know, because they they have this, this ability to see things for what they are. Before they become traumatized and jaded, they originally see things for what they are. So if they see your struggle and then your honesty within yourself, your ability to express yourself honestly and takes personal responsibility for the things that you've done incorrectly and then change a path then they feel comfortable because they know that you used to be a kid too. So if you try to hide and lie, well, then that's where they get it from. They're going to hide and lie. But if they see you expose yourself and be vulnerable, well, then they're obviously going to feel more comfortable exposing themselves and becoming vulnerable and growing from their mistakes. And so lead from the front. Be the example. Be who you really want to be. Act it out. That's all beliefs are all, all beliefs really are, you know, we have thoughts and we have feelings and we somehow extract our thoughts and feelings and we decide what we believe. And so you can really believe anything you want because you obviously don't believe all of your thoughts and you don't believe all of your feelings. The only real reason, the only real way, you know, what you believe is by seeing your actions how you act. Your actions represent what your beliefs, your actions are the evidence of what you believe. That's how it's that simple to change your beliefs, because all you have to do is act differently. So you act things out, you empower yourself, and you act it out as if you were the hero, as if you were the one who takes personal responsibility and and creates a new story for themselves. Act it out. And then lead by example. And then your kids will fall in line. And they're going to take it to another level. You know, the, the, the potential that the kids have is much greater than we, what we could imagine. They just require leadership.
0: Thank you. You bring very good point that, yes, children uh, do what, we, what they see us do as opposed to what we tell them. And beliefs are great an important component in growing up and what they believe to be true is there anything i haven't asked that you would like to share
1: no um nothing specific i'd like to uh encourage people to buy my books uh, conscious bible stories we're on amazon uh i'm trying to get this message out you know i have a vision and it revolves around um getting the message out and and creating a world for myself and creating a community of like-minded individuals. And so I encourage people to reach out, uh, to send me messages, email me, Instagram me. Uh, so I'm, I'm at a point and stage in my life where I'm, I'm welcoming, uh, a community of like-minded individuals who want to empower themselves and grow within themselves and break themselves out of this shell, and, and for them to know that they're not on this journey alone. A lot of times, uh, this is a, a very lonely road, you know, it feels like we're surrounded by the opposite of what we want. And so we just fall in line. And so it's important for us to to surround ourselves with like minded people, just so that we know that even though we're, we're going through these struggles within ourselves, and it is a lonely path, that we're still not alone. People are, are going through these struggles. And we're, there's many of us working really hard to break ourselves out of this antiquated program.
0: Yes. Thank you. If people would like to connect with you, where would they go? You want to share your website or your Instagram or your email?
1: Absolutely. Go to consciousbiblestories.com. Uh, my contact information is on there on Instagram at conscious stories. And you can buy the books on Amazon, Conscious Bible Stories, Barnes and Noble, really anywhere that you can buy uh, buy, buy books.
0: All right, thank you. We will include everything in the episode notes. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your powerful vision and message. I think what you're doing is important. It is how, what kind of beliefs we share with our kids so that we can raise a better Future for ourselves and a better generation with empowering beliefs that sustain us instead of drain us. So, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me, Irina. It's been a real pleasure.
0: If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.